0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. God, the video game industry just sounds so brutal to work in. <laughs> For September 6, 2023. This, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, one of my favorite games of the year is getting an animated adaptation, and I would really curb your expectations for the Tokyo Game Show this year. The International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, or the IATSE, has been asking game developers to respond to their survey over the last couple of months. The IATSE fielded questions to gauge how bad the workplace conditions are at hundreds of AAA mobile and indie game developers. Unsurprisingly, the IATSE found an industry inundated with high turnover, severe crunching, and blatant wage theft. For the high turnover rate, the IATSE found that the average experience level of respondents is around seven years, with less than half of respondents disclosing that they've been working in the gaming industry for more than seven years. Continuing on to crunch, the IATSE found that around 75% of respondents are working 40 hours a week. However, 25% of respondents reported working 41 or more hours. The longest reported average was around 95 hours a week. Now for wage theft, the IATSE found that around 58% of respondents are paid an annual salary. And on paper, getting a guaranteed wage regardless of hours worked seems pretty good. However, annual salaries are a great way for employers to circumvent overtime pay. Because federally speaking, salaried employees aren't entitled to overtime pay. Granted, there are certain states like California that have laws on the book forcing employers to pay overtime to salaried employees. Though the IATSE pointed out that some respondents have had issues even in California, with one response stating that they worked 14-hour days and were only being paid for 8 of those hours. Overall, the IATSE is starting to reveal with actual data how bad working in the gaming industry really is, and emphasizing how much unionizing is needed in the gaming industry. The IATSE is still fielding responses from developers. So if you're a game developer and want to share your experiences with the IATSE, a link to the survey will be in today's show description. The IATSE is also planning a town hall meeting with respondents soon. This is to determine the next steps in helping respondents who are looking to unionize. Hopefully, with most of the major unions in the U.S. looking at the video game industry, we'll start seeing more union efforts pop up and start seeing a whole new era of gaming. An era where game workers actually fight back against the exploitation of their labor. Yesterday, Annapurna Animation, the film side of Annapurna Interactive Game Publishing sat down with Entertainment Weekly to announce a brand new project. The new project will be based on 2022's Stray, the open-world platformer where you play as a cat. Robert Baird, head of Annapurna Animation, likened Stray to a, quote, buddy comedy about a cat and a robot, and that the film adaptation will build on that dynamic to tell a story about, quote, what makes us human. Alright, despite the fact that Stray doesn't have any actual humans in it. However, it's unclear when Stray will go into pre-production, since the strikes with the WGA and SAG-AFTRA are still ongoing. Though it seems that Annapurna Animation is looking far into the future, announcing that they're planning on adapting other games Annapurna Interactive has published. But Annapurna didn't elaborate on which games would come next. They did clarify that Stray was picked first for an adaptation because it was, quote, wildly popular. While I personally find it hard to see a film in Stray due to the nature of the game, it's going to be fascinating to see if Annapurna Animation can pull it off and capture the essence of the game for the silver screen. Over the weekend, the Computer Entertainment Suppliers Association finally released a full schedule for the Tokyo Game Show. TGS is set to start on Thursday, September 21st and run through the weekend to Sunday, September 24th. While I was holding out hope that Bandai Namco would be one of the major studios showcasing, they however are sadly missing from the schedule, meaning the likelihood of us hearing about Elden Ring: Shadow of the Erd Tree is pretty small. That being said, though, there are a couple of studios showing up that might excite some, like Sega and Atlus, who are most likely going to be showing off more of Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, the Yakuza spin-off following series protagonist Kiryu after the events of 2020's Yakuza Like a Dragon. Square Enix is making an appearance as well, and will most likely get more information on Final Fantasy XIV's expansion Dawn Trail, along with more information on Final Fantasy XVI's PC release and the planned DLC that was teased this week. The only other studio I feel that might have some decent announcements is Microsoft, who will probably be revealing more about the partnerships they've made to get more Japanese titles on Game Pass. Overall, though, I think we're starting to see the death of major releases and reveals at large-scale gaming trade shows, so I would temper your expectations around TGS and instead look for major reveals from the smaller individual showcases throughout the year. You can also follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.